deluded i'm back again it's this north london derby business i had to get a spurs fan someone whose content i rate henry how you doing man and uh, spurs fan whose last name's right man great company man we say yeah, first name's henry i'm probably gonna hear that all the time. <laughs> I, I didn't even clock that one as well so that's two of them you shot yourself in the football guy. <laughs> no I've, I've had it my whole life but can i just say that strike that you hit was absolutely disgusting hey, one like, season wonder man <laughs> that's, that's, that's like some meet you settings that's just crazy <laughs> absolutely crazy um oh, yeah listen man. good um thanks for having me on i feel like you know every five minutes we're, we're talking about this game whenever this happens you know so every single conversation it's about the north london derby but it's here um and listen thanks for having me on big up to everyone in the chat man. and yeah let's, let's just hope for once we can get a result at this dreadful place i don't, I don't know about that you lost me you lost me with that i don't know i don't know about that my guy but yeah but let's let, let's get straight into it in fact before we get into it obviously a lot of people probably know you i know you but to anyone who's just seeing you right now you know what's what's the youtube channel and all of that what are you all about beyond the obvious man yeah so like um obviously it's obviously henry wright tv it's like not normal i get i get called um certain names because people don't like realism or people don't like Hearing the truth, but listen, no, if anyone wants to subscribe, um, it's Henry Wright TV. But listen, first things first, big up for having me on. Um, how do you how do you feel going into this game? Because like obviously you normally slap us like every every time we play you at this ground, but you normally win. But like, do you feel any different that Conte's there and that you know this season we we haven't been playing our best, but we're still getting results? I think, Bo, it's a, it's a weird one because normally going into this, you know, it's either Spurs are doing really bad, we're doing really good, and then something happens or the vice versa of that. Like, I look at this game last season where obviously Smith Rowe and Saka and Aubameyang, like, there was a lot of kind of heat going into that game, a lot of pessimism, pes pessimism, even with myself. I think both teams should be filled with confidence. You know, you lot should feel more confident than ever of breaking that hoodoo. It's been 10, 12 years since you put in a result. I think we should be confident against you. I think both teams have done well this season. I think both teams need to do a lot better across 90 minutes but the most important thing is points on the board so it goes either way I feel obviously it's, it's Conte in it Conte's a proven winner hopefully that doesn't extend to at Spurs but it's Conte in it he's got a lot if you've been watching football you know what Conte's on these are the sort of games we've got to be into it for me we lost to you lot at White Hart Lane you just need to watch that game to to, to want to learn I think we was too right. open I don't think me mentally we was prepared for the game I think we was overawed by your 12th man and just on the field I think tactically you know before <laughs> Was it Son who gained the penalty or was it Kane? I can't even remember. Was it Son? Yeah, I think it was Son, yeah. Yeah, dealing with Son way before the penalty or actually when he scored. You remember Cedric and Holden, you know, they didn't know whether to get tight. So I just think we're very naive and I think you lot got the experience on us. But we need to, you know, we need we did last season, you know, we need to be able to take points off the top six teams. You know, we failed against United. We've got Liverpool after this. October's got a shit amount of games, you know. We've got more games with less players. So... 
we're going to need to show up, man. I think it'd be interesting because I think we start games well and then kind of slowly kind of filter out. I think you lot start games slow and then kind of do better. So I'm mm. I'm keen to take advantage from the first minute because I think the second half, just like at White Hart Lane where you scored the dagger, the third one, with, I believe, Kulisevsky, like five minutes into the second half. So it's going to be an, an interesting one. I think we need to control our emotions. I think the advantage is evidently it's at the Emirates. The Emirates has been... In the atmosphere, better yet, the Emirates is probably the best it's been for a hot minute. So I think we need to play on that. But we need to know what you lot are going to do. You lot are going to foul us. You lot are going to try and rattle us. You lot have got experienced players. Going back to the United game, again, you lot struggle to break down low blocks. So I'm not saying deploy a low block, but don't be open. You do that against Son, Kane. Kane, who drops into the 10 roll and the rest play like decoys. Kulisevsky, a fantastic player. You give these lot opportunities, we're going to be made to pay. And although I feel we've done all right this season, I just feel when I look at the goals conceded against Leicester, the comebacks against Villa and Fulham, we can't afford to do that against... We, we did it against United. We can't afford to do that against you or we're not getting three points. And like I said, man, we need to have a good October. The games are there. There's injuries and things. It's time to show up, man. You know, respectfully, it's all the fun and games doing it against Fulham and Villa. No disrespect to them. You need to do it and take points off your rivals where arguably three points is almost like six, really, because you lot capitulated us at the end of the season, kind of kick-started our season when we played you at the Emirates in the reverse fixture. So... Yeah, man. I, a lot of people I speak to think there will be goals. I think will it actually be a draw? You know, really and truly, I, I, I really just think it'll be a draw. When you lot were throwing you up and Toby walked out in the twenty seventh minute, right? That was that was the worst performance from a Tottenham team I've seen in ages. To be three 0 down at your rivals' ground in twenty seven minutes, I don't think we had a shot on target by them. I think we were just we were. It was awful. It was absolutely awful. The, the reverse fixture at our ground. Uh, we, we we were up for that bigger stakes, both going for top four, both going for Champions League. The deciding thing for this game tomorrow, or Saturday, sorry, is if you go to restarts, because he's 50-50, because obviously he didn't play I for think France. you are lying, man, about him and Kulisevsky. I think it's all mind games, man. And rightly so. I think both teams should be doing mind games, no, man. I, I think one of the two's playing, man. Apparently the Kulu one is legit. Like, he has actually got an injury. and he, the, He's like 70% chance going to miss the game. But they do this every year. Every year, Harry Kane's going to miss the derby. And then the day before, he's exactly. the well, they take their painkillers and they're good to go, man. Momentum and stuff will get them through it. You know, these are the games the players live for. If you're, regardless of if Arsenal, where Arsenal and Spurs are, neither team's been challenging for the league for more years than we can count. It's probably the biggest, most legitimate derby in the league. So, you know, if you just, for our new players, why wouldn't you? I, I think from a neutral fan, this game offers you more. Like the Manchester derby, like Man City is so far ahead of Man United. It's, it's just kind of. Man. Yeah, and then the Merseyside derby, Liverpool. I don't think Everton have beaten Liverpool in a decade. At least this game is a lot more, a lot more heat. There's a lot more passion. Both teams are going for the same prize, which is Champions League football. Um, but I can't lie, you you lot have played well this season. Apart from that Man United game, you didn't get the result you wanted to. The football is it's liquid. It's pure, it's pure, you know, pass and move, pass and move. Everyone's got acres of space at times. Higher pressing with us. At times, it's so, so painful. Yeah, like, man. It's like it's almost like you lot turn it around in the last 20, man. Like, I've been watching in the build-up to this. I've been watching a couple of you lot. We we're just second-half FC. We, we, we'll, there'll be, we'll have moments where we look like we're devastating. Like, on the counter-attack, we are normally very good. Like, when you look at that Leicester You're one of the best teams in, in the league in terms of the counter-attack, man. It's yeah. scary, like, but with the players you've got, man. Because you lot are going to go three, three in the midfield. We're obviously going to go two. So, straight away, we're outnumbered. So our wing backs have got to effectively play like like an old fashioned left mid and a right mid, like in an old four four two formation. But they don't. Because, so we have to go the format the formation at times. It's like we've got seven defenders and then we've just got the three up front. There's no midfield. 
It's like, and this is why we're not conceding a massive amount of goals. Like, yeah, we might have had one of the best defences last year, but we're not playing with a back four. We're playing mm. with a back seven. Mm. So anyone mm. who plays with seven defenders naturally... You're going to be up there. Team. Yeah, you, you're going to be up there. We haven't got a you know, a, um, a Van Dijk of a couple of years ago, a Rio, a Vidic. We haven't got... We've got Romero. But, like, when you're playing with a back three, and a lot of the times Eric Dyer and Davinson Sanchez are starting, like, you're going to have to play with seven defenders. I look at this game and I think... Jesus is one booking off a suspension, isn't he? He's getting so that he in his first game, game, man. He's going to have yeah, to make I'm a tactical good. foul, man. <laughs> and um, and then he'll miss the Liverpool game. So for you, that's that's massive. Because then you've got Eddie, 100k yeah. a week, number 14, yeah. Eddie and Ketanar coming in. Yeah. Like, well, that guy's, I didn't realise he's 23 years old. Yeah. He's going to yeah. be like Jesse Lingard. Everyone thinks he's a kid and he's not nearly 30. <laughs> that's <laughs> hard to Eddie, man. But that, that's the thing, man. Like Again, I would like another striker in the squad if we could among the others, but... When, when the transfer window shut and we didn't, for me, address central midfield, which could be a problem if there's anything with Xhaka, Partey and Odegaard, we kind of signed up for this. And to be fair with you, I kind of got no sympathy for Arteta and Eddie because, you know, Arteta kind of joined at unprecedented times. When he signed, you saw COVID, you saw a bunch of things. So we should expect the unexpected, really and truly. So you we're going to have to put up with it. Would you say? Are you a fan of Arteta or are you not? I'm, I'm, a fan, I'm, I'm a fan of his, but I just feel I'm a fan of Arsenal. I do think where Arsenal fans are concerned, everything's either black or white or everything's extreme. You know, right now, you're the guy. There's no reason for you to go. You're doing a lot of things. You're, the, the massive thing for me is when managers come out and say things and it's not reflected on the football field. What you're saying is reflected. There's tactics, like you said, we're playing good football. Relationships are building. I just don't know if you're the guy to take us forward because I'll be real, you know, there's been times Arteta could have been clipped. If he was at other other clubs with, you know, with other things, he could have been clipped so right now. Chelsea, he'd, have, he'd have been gone to this, this is it. Maybe with you lot as well. And the thing is with Arteta, you're not just a head coach like Emre. You're a manager. That's not what Emre was. And Emre is more experienced, you know. I think you've got more power than 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 um, obviously I do. Apparently he spent around 400 odd million. I won't judge him on the first eighth place finish because he took the role mid-season. But we after that eighth, fifth, there needs to be some sort of progression and things like that. And I do feel as much as he's done good things, there's also times he shot himself in the foot. Like last season, as much as we turned it around from the first game of last season, I just said this, on, um, I was just on live before I came here. Um, I was with Dan, um, Dan Potts. Make sure you're following him as well as Henry people. Um, and I said to him, I feel if you swap at that time when we was playing... I think it was Spurs, Newcastle, whoever else was involved in it. I think if you put Conte over here with Arsenal and you put Arteta over there with Spurs, I think it might not be pretty. It might, however he does it, I think Conte gets us top four. I don't think Arteta does that. If you, you give Conte Spurs. 400 million pounds, you'd be in a title race. This is, this is the that. thing. This is the thing. And you I just feel spent like crazy money on 50 million on a seaside Eric Dyer and Ben White. <laughs> uh, get out of here about seaside yeah. Eric Dyer, man. Allow it, bro. He pocketed well, 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 lost. One of them's in the England squad and the other one's sitting at home. It's like oh, Gary Ray. They've got the English squad, man. They're not even rating Trent, man. So everything's irrelevant there, man. I'm not listening to Gareth Southshite, bro. Allow it, man. <laughs> he, he's the worst England coach I think I've ever seen. He's awful. It's, it's weird, bro. It's weird. Like, the football England are playing are, are generally, it's, it's mad. It's it's crazy. It's it's absolute crazy. But then again, he's by name. It's like for me with with Southgate, he sets up not to lose, not necessarily to win. And I think England have achieved somewhat success if you judge it on getting to Euro Euro final and semi finals of the World Cup in spite of Southgate, not necessarily because of him. There are a lot of good things I like about him, but 
He doesn't, you've got, you're blessed with attacking players. You've got Harry Kane, you've got Saka, you've got Grealish, you've got more players than we can count. We don't look like we can score goals. It just looks like square pegs in round holes. Getting back to the North London derby, obviously, I, I want to, the, the key reason beyond the obvious was, I, you know, you're the closest I can get to being a Spurs fan. So I kind of wanted to delve into your brain and stuff like that. Obviously, you know, you've got points on the board. It is what it is. What have you made of Spurs so far this season, the good, bad and the ugly? The good, bad and the ugly. Um... Let's start off with the football. So, obviously, football is a results business. Um, Jose was the first person to say that. Um, and a lot of people wanted him out. Um, we were playing dinosaur football, fossil football, as expressions would say. It was looking peak, but we were getting results. Jose brought in that that philosophy of Kane drops deep, some makes the run, one, two, job done. Conte is playing a similar style of football, but when it was Jose, everyone wanted him out. Because it's Conte, no one does. We are playing dinosaur football. Why is Regardless. that for you? What you say? Why is that for you? Like you just said, everyone wanted Jose gone and everyone loves Conte for the same thing. It's a narrative. It's an agenda. Like People don't people don't like to admit this, but Jose Mourinho is to a top 10 manager of all time. Most people would say top five. When you win 27 uh, trophies, including Champions League, Europa Leagues, Premier Leagues, La Liga's, Copa del Rey, Scudettos, it doesn't matter. The guy's in there. right? Whether his football was this or that, the guy was undefeated at Stanford Bridge for four years, right? He, he dethroned um, Pep Guardiola's Barcelona. That Barcelona, which, was, in my opinion, is the best footballing team we will ever see. Xavi, Busquets, I mean, it's disgusting. Their, their team is absolutely disgusting, right? All right, still. Getting back, to, getting back to Spurs, because Conte is in the peak of his powers and he, he's coming off the back of winning a Scudetto with Inter Milan, there's a little bit of leeway for him. But when it comes down to Conte... He's probably the best manager we've had in the Premier League. He's, when it results business, we can grind out results. Our away form from home has been excellent. We've beat the likes of Man City. We've, we've taken points off Liverpool um, under Conte. We've taken points off of West Ham. We've drawn with Chelsea. If this was a Pochettino or a Nuno or a Jose side, that wouldn't have happened. So you take the good with the bad. If the football's shit and you're getting results, everyone's still happy. You can't really complain until it goes another way. Yeah. It's is shit and the results is shit like that sporting game i got clipped up you know 80 odd thousand views of me nearly throwing my chair for a window because i was fuming i mean and that was a brilliant game man for the last goal i was thinking what the hell is going on with you look conte we can see two goals and two substitutes against sporting lisbon but the football the football hasn't been pretty but last season these results we didn't get we got slapped by chelsea we lost to west ham we lost at home to wolves and southampton We've beaten both Wolves and Southampton this season and we've drawn away to Chelsea and West Ham. So, realistically, I would argue that with respected to their clubs, Tottenham have probably had a more difficult start because we haven't won at Stamford Bridge in 20... In, we won there once in 27 years. And we've got an awful record in recent times against West Ham, right? And we played Wolves... I do that, to be honest. No, we, I think we've won, only won there like twice in like the last six years. Well, we've I, lost know, the other I, four I would have lost that if that was... So when, you look at, when you look at your, you lot, you've played... Palace away from home, which is hey, tough. Hey, game. hey, before you say any of that, you know, statistics say these teams are higher in terms of average points gained, man. You know how, how us Arsenal players did. You know, they it's not our fault. They talked up Crystal Palace. They talked up Brentford. We failed at United. But go on, mate. I'll be a bit I'm fair to us. Your, your fans are, without doubt, the most deluded I have ever seen. Like, this is crazy. I mean, be honest with me. Go on. Just quickly on Arsenal before I get back to Tottenham. Are Arsenal in a title race? No, of course not. What the fuck? Right, there we go. A bit who, of... well, no, no. I, I don't know for any Arsenal fans online, 
But I don't think there's genuinely an Arsenal fan that believes they're in the title. For me, the closer I see you first and second, that means, you know, we're taking points because there will be inevitable drops of form. And I'm all about the platform we fall on, really, sort of thing. And we need top four. We missed out by what? Two points last year? And that was that we had several several times we could have done better. Didn't turn up against you lot. Didn't turn up at Newcastle. Four points dropped against Brighton. Four points dropped against Palace. And there's plenty of others. The game's about fine margins, bro. And especially as we've had a good start to the season, apart from the wobble, you lot the same. United seem to be back on track, but they had a wobble. Liverpool have been poor. It looks like open season. Apart from City, it looks like there's three vacant spots for top fours. And it's almost like a Royal Rumble. So the more we can put form together, the more we're there. But a title challenge, I would love to be there. You know, I'd love to, if we're there in May and whatnot, why not? I'd love to win the league. But we're not in a title challenge. Let's just focus on top four. Focus on improving these players. But it's, it's, it's I'm happy to say that. What you say? I said it's building blocks. Like for yeah, us, yeah, you have it. Um, like, retrospective to Conte, this season we should be. We, we have to be winning a trophy. Like, if we don't win the trophy this year, it's 15 years. What, 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 what would you say is realistic? I mean, you're in the champs, whether you believe you can or not. It's another thing. Prem's are gone. Are gone off. No, we, 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 we ain't. <laughs> we said <laughs> the cup, league cup. Erling Haaland is in that Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this guy, he only needs a sniff. He He's only scored one goal outside the box all season. He's the most devastating striker I've ever seen since the Brazilian Ronaldo, since R9. So not what, him or Kane? Not Richarlison. What, him or... Him or Harlan or Kane? If Harlan, if Harlan said I'll sign for Spurs right now, but City are saying swap deal, are you doing it? No emotion behind it. Are you doing it? If 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 we had a creative player, then yes. Oh, if, we had, if you give give Harlan the ball, yes. But we don't have a creative player, so Kane is our creativity and our goal scoring. I hear that. So if we if we had like Christian Eriksen and you said to me you got Harlan or Kane, I'm taking Harlan. Honestly, that guy is devastating. Pace, power, you know, he's turning the Premier League into a farmer's league. I mean, it's, like, the way City ran away with the league, it might as well already have been, if I'm completely like, honest with you. On Spurs, to this game, obviously, we're going in off the back of a, a 6-2 win against Leicester. You're going in the win off the back of a 3-0 against Brentford. You're going to be confident. You're going to be right up for it. For us, the way that I would approach this game is to stink the place out. No, no, that's where you're wrong, bro. Yeah, but that's we what have I think you'd be going wrong, out. bro. You lot, the best the way to ask Arsenal questions, in my opinion, is to have a goal. It could go against us because the more you sit back, the more the crowd are on it, the more you let us get our one, two, second off, there might be gaps. But I just think we really struggle when teams get and it hasn't happened too much this season. A bit well, United to be fair, when teams get at us, we have improved defensively, but that's when teams get us. I think if you lot give us space, much like us, then we'll be in problems. And that's yeah, what I, 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 think I think this will be a typical concept performance where you lot will dominate the ball and mm. as soon as we get it we're going to counter two chances uh, and done in it yeah that's what scares the thing, me the thing for me is if Kulu's not playing and we've got Richarlison he has got that fucking anger in him like he's he's, a, he's, he's one of them players you hate if they play for another team that's why I, obviously I support Brazil at international level where other play when England's not involved he's one of the first names in the Brazil squad for me because he's a cunt he's one of them players that you don't like when unless they're at your what team you and I think about, that man? nastiness we need what do you feel about Jesus not not getting a call up? I hope I hope Edu's pulled in a favour really and truly and said let let him have a rest. But it is concerning. Would you, okay, would you rather him have a rest or do it? Richarlison's has just done and score five goals in two games. To be fair with you, like because you, you get you actually get confidence from that. I mean, you're a player. You've played before. If you, if you, yeah. if I said to you, I'm going to rest you the next game, or you go and score twice, 
going into the following game, mm. what's your mindset saying? Are you I like, mean, I mean, you're, you're right on that because, like, obviously, the way you, that's a compelling argument. The way you've said it, of course, confidence and stuff. That's why I wasn't happy with the international break. That's why I actually like that this season, what in a normal season, right? It's like three games and then it's an international break. I think Arsenal have benefited from that. But at the same time, Arteta keeps talking about Jesus needs a rest and all of these sort of things. So I'm kind of with it from a selfish Arsenal point. Um, fan point of view, I don't really care who gets called up for Brazil or England or whatever because, again, we can't keep players fit and you've seen a couple of years now and even this year, players start coming back with wobbles. We don't know where Zinchenko, Odegaard, Thomas Partey is, is. When you put it like that, of course I'd like him to score some goals, come back to the North London derby, puffing out his chest, ready for it, but I just need my players fit, man, because we've got less players, more games. Smith Rose had surgery today, so he's done. Um, I'm looking at your October fixtures as well. What are you feeling about going into October? But I know for Arsenal, October's a madness. There's hella games. And if we're we, you we, lot we and the rivals, it's long. What you say? We've both got nine games. Nine games, bro. Nine games. Like looking at you, like, you've got North London Derby, you've got Frankfurt, you've got Brighton away, Frankfurt in a return leg, you've got Everton at home, then you travel to Man United, then you've got Newcastle at home, then you play Sporting, then you play uh, Bournemouth away. So it's massive games. And as you know, all these games are going to tell a different tale, really and truly. So from a Spurs point of view, what do you like going into that October? Because it does look mad. It is a playmaker, and this is where we should have signed another striker like as much as we got Richardson and people were like oh, I was one of them fans that didn't want him like like you said earlier when, when he starts playing for you you fall in love with him you know mm-hmm. he's like but so we've got I mean we've got Arsenal then we've got Frankfurt that that those two legs against Frankfurt will either make or break our Champions League campaign um they're not performing that great in the Champions League mm-hmm. I think they lost uh they lost their first game I think 3-0 to Sporting Lisbon and I think they might have won their second one against Marseille um but it's make or break for us. It has to be make or break. Um, like real talk, if we lose that, um, if we if we lose, like let's be honest, this North London derby, there's no pressure on us to go and win because I think there's more pressure on you lot because Ooh, you. Play. I think it's kind of even, but go on. I'll, I'll give you my point and my reasons why because we've got some we've got a, some of the results of the harder games this season. Your hardest game you went to, you lost, and mm. Arteta. This is just my opinion. When it comes down to the big game management decisions, like against Manchester United, for instance, they brought on Fred to nullify Odegaard. What was Arteta's counter? He took Zinchenko off. And he you're right, Zinchenko. because he, he, he was, I think we made subs in it. And I, I, that's my biggest, it's nice that as, as a non-Arsenal fan, you can see that because we made a sub in the 73rd minute and then they can score, They can, we conceded in the 75th. As much as I like Arteta, I agree with what you're saying. I think sometimes in high pressure environments, he gets it wrong. I think sometimes when you don't need to change anything, he changes things. When you need to, you don't. And I think we can be guilty of, especially going into that United game. And I used to say it, sometimes you need to change things when there's not a single reason to. We rocked up with Zinchenko. As you saw, there's a lot of gaps we played a dumb game and that's why for me where I need you to cut somewhat show that in top six games you can do something because Europa League you know Villarreal Olympiacos it wasn't it wasn't him but historically Atletico Madrid like you saw with you lot last year when it's them environments there I think he can be a bit blinkered and and, and that's and that's facts he needs to prove it to himself where I think I'm a bit different I think both teams really because you know your form at our place is terrible you know we it definitely in my 27 years it's been the worst time seeing you lot have somewhat success because you we you just wipe the floor with you lot. I'm, I'm all about momentum, bro. So it's so our glory days about winning the trophy. Glory day. I'd rather have glory days than never did it. But yeah, we're going into Liverpool. So it's about momentum. And the cu- crucial point you said earlier, Conte's shown that regardless of his Spurs win stuff or not, 
you can spoil big clubs' days. You lot can go somewhere and put in a result. You lot could have lost and probably should have lost against Chelsea, but you didn't. We can't necessarily do that. Some more time, like last season, when we've been on, on, on anything, it's when the games have been a bit crazy. Stamford Bridge, we were good at, against you lot, but that was a crazy... Them crazy games there is when we kind of... United at home, it's not really a calculated sort of thing. And even in them games, there was question marks. That's where... For us, I want us to prove to ourselves because, again, all you need to do is go and look at the game last season. Even at, at the Emirates, you know, I think when you lot scored, you hit the poles, there was penalty shouts. There was definitely moments where it could have went either or, like in all games. So I'm with you on that. And I think that's what Arteta has got to prove to himself this year, really, because you've just simply got to show your bottle. And I do think we can become very rigid. It, you know, you can be rigid like Conte, but he's earned the territory and he knows his thing down to a T. I still think with Arteta, like with these young players, He's going to try things and it's not going to bang. And that's where I, I'm a bit wary with you lot because you have a more experienced manager. You have more experienced players. And I feel we're either not at it or we're too excited, really. And that's what harms us, bro. So that's, yeah. that's, that's where I'm, I'm at with that. So you're right, Marfax. I think you're spot on this confidence. And like, do you think Spurs are confident, Henry? We're never confident going into this game. This game... Stand Say that again, didn't you? <laughs> that comment who says, do you think you're confident? I said, this, this game, uh, Stanford Bridge and Anfield... We might as well not play <laughs> because we haven't won in so long. We, I think we haven't won at the Emirates. The last time was 3 2 Union's Cabal in the header. The last time yeah, we won at Anfield before the 2018 win was in the 90s, no, 80s. And the last time we won at Anfield was 2011. So we've had three no, wins. You told me that order to July, you know, I'm sure I've seen Liverpool win. I mean, Spurs win at Anfield. But no, yeah, we have won the last time we won at Stamford uh, Bridge before 2018 was like the late. Like late eighties, it's peak. But um, the thing with us, we're not playing well. We're, like I'll be real, we are playing the football. At times, is it, it's like a graveyard. It's fully there's nothing there. It's dead. It's awful, and we're suffocating teams. But what um what I think will happen tomorrow is I think one or two ways. Saturday, so I don't know why I keep saying tomorrow. Um, Saturday is we'll either go one or two ways. We'll either sit back, nullify the crowd try and suck the life out of you and just put every man behind the ball. Or we will do what you said and go at them. I don't think it's going to be a boxing match. It's I not think that's what you need to attack, do. Attack, attack, attack. I think it's going to be... If, if, if Kulisevsky is playing, it's a different ball game because we've got a source mm. of creativity outside of Kane and Son. If he's not playing and we're playing Richarlison, we will go to a 3-5-2. So we'll have the standard back three, which will be probably Lingley, Romero and Dyer. The wing-backs, I pray... Emerson Chicken Royale is not playing because if he does play, he's going to get cooked. We have to play just Bentor Doherty and then obviously Perisic. Perisic, he's just 33. He's an absolute baller. It's crazy. Yeah, how yeah, that was a decent signing still. I can't even hate, man. Purely, and then we need the, the double decent. pivot will obviously be Hoiberg and Bentancourt. Another good player, Bentancourt. But if Richarlison's playing, it will, it, will, it will be... No, sorry. If, if Kulisevsky's playing, he'll play like a cam roll and then Kane and Son. If it's yeah, Richarlison... Yeah. It will be the same back three, and then the midfield will be exactly the same, but there'll be a front three. It won't be a two. It won't be a camp. So, which I prefer when we have a three-five-two because when we go at teams with a three-man midfield, we can compete. We got over when we played Chelsea, right? They had a four-man midfield, and we got. Oh, it was no point. Ruben lost the cheek. Actually, looked like a good footballer against us. Oh, jeez. We he, he had he had um, session young on skates. Couldn't get near him like Bambi on ice. When we played a three-man midfield. We go at teams. We played three man in the midfield against Man City. We beat them. We played three in the midfield against Liverpool. We took a point at Anfield. Anyone would you bite your arm off for a point? 
You know, we haven't got one in since how long, really? I'll take that. I love it when you bang your arm off me. It's just a goal fest. When you play Liverpool, it is, I think it averages more goals per game than any other fixture in the Premier League, Liverpool and Arsenal. So, like, we need, to, we need to go at you. And I don't want to come out and be that guy and say you're there for the taking, but this Arsenal team, very, very good football. But like you said, defensively... Very naive. We've improved defensively, but we're naive. we've still got that youthful naivety. Like, when you look at your defence, with the exception of Davis and Sanchez and Emerson Royal, you've got people who forget Spurs for a sec. They, You know, if you look at it as a job, they've been through... Like, Romero, I like him. He's a bastard. You know, they've been through it. We still have brain farts. You know, Saliba's been good, but he has brain farts. Gabriel has brain farts. You know, Ben White can go to sleep and stuff, even though he did well. You know, I, I think you lot should play on the experience factor, even though I think I'm probably overstating it. I think that's what mm. you have over us. For us... We just need to work on what we're good at, really, you know, really. And for us, I, the only thing that concerns me is if we can see the first goal. I don't want to see heads dropping. That's the one thing. I think sometimes we've been guilty of that. Maybe not so much this year, but last time, like the, the first goal you lot scored, because you lot started well at, at, your, at you lot's place, our heads dropped. Your heads can't drop away from home. If you're going to lose, lose amicably, be difficult to break down. I think we lack that belief, really. So I think we, I think the first 20 minutes especially the first 20 minutes. I need us to, to, to take advantage. Obviously, you've kind of said the football's diabolical and obviously Conte's a good manager, but no manager's without faults. What would you say are any weaknesses in your team or, or any critiques of Conte's loads. tactics? Loads. He, he makes his substitutions way too late. We made one substitution. Oh, I'm saying that with Mikel as well, in the right place, man. No, but like rule talk, we didn't make a sub against Chelsea until the 88th minute. Bloody hell. Or, or one sub, one sub in eighty-eight minutes, which is crazy. If it's not working, fix it. Like I'm, I'm critical of Arteta when it comes to making big, big in-game management decisions. But with Conte, it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same. Like there'll be plenty of times where you'll look at, well, we're getting, we're getting rinsed in the midfield. So what do you do? You got a player like Basuma on the bench, who most teams, like your fan base, were twerking for him. Yeah, they were. They were, twer they were going absolutely oh, mad when he's when when he signed for you lot as well. Yeah. Rightly so, the guy, the guy's a baller. Like, put him in the midfield, and 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 have a, a if you had a double. Why pillar, ain't he starting like that? Because every manager we've ever had absolutely loves Hoiberg because he's a yes man. You say to him, Hoiberg, I need to do this today, I need to do that. He'll do it. Benzema's got a little bit more finesse. He's a little bit more dynamic. He has a little bit more technique in his game. A bit more about him, yeah. Yeah, but with Basuma, he's kind of in between them both because at moments, like he. The player that I used to love more than anyone at Tottenham was Moussa Dembele. And you didn't realise how good he was until he left. He was majestic. And and Bissouma has moments in his game, the way he can dribble past, drop a shoulder, win the ball back, like Moussa Dembele. And this is what everyone thought Ndombele was going to be. Everyone thought Ndombele was going to be this guy that was going to set the world alight. But obviously he flopped big time. So, so we've got to be careful because if we don't give Bissouma the game time, we're going to go down the same path. Like, we can't spend... You know, over a hundred million on transfers, and only one of them is really getting in the team besides Perisic, and that's and that's uh, Lingley. Richarlison will start here or there, and the only reason he got in the team was because the sun flopped. Mm. If someone's banging the goals like he should have been, Richarlison won't be anywhere near this team. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, son's fair. hit that's form. Fair. Son and Richarlison have hit form at the perfect time. You know, Son scored a hat trick in his last Premier League game. He's gone away with South Korea, scored two goals in two games. Richarlison uh, scored in our Champions League game. Went away and scored by Brazil. Harry Kane, obviously, he's the only player I've ever seen who can make a penalty, penalty look like a screamer. He nearly took the net out against Germany the other day. So our players are hitting form at the right time, but there's so many times I've gone into this game and I've been I've been on been on AFTV, I've been with Lee Gunnar, I've been with 
or we were yourself and I've been saying, oh, we're going to go get a result. We're going to do it. And then we get absolutely cooked. So this time, uh, I mean, I was, I was, I was trying to muggly gunner off and ranch yesterday when I was on stream with him saying about how we're going to, we're, we're in a title race, this and that. But let's be honest, we're not. Um, Rattling, I hear it. Agendas after agenda. I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. I think we'll, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm not going to say it's going to be a draw. I'm going to say 1-1. One, one. That's like, that's my honest score prediction. But that's what if I we get, was wrong. if we get cooked, it's going to be so peak. I've got to put all of my Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube notifications oh, on. Because when you lot beat us, boy, are you like, if we beat you, I'll, 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 I'll be out in everyone. Me, me and Tapping Tobes will be, listen, I'll be going for every single, like yourself, I'll be, I'll do a little video on Instagram, be out in every Arsenal, Insta, or every Arsenal content creator I know. <laughs> I swear, this is how I want to beat you lot, especially at you lot's place, because you lot, the, the, the worst thing in life is when you when someone gets to talk shit, and you just have to accept it, it comes with the territory, man, like, I know I'm going to wake up to so many acts, I said it, I said it to my fans today, if we lose, I'm just going to sleep, man, like, I'm just, uh, there's no reaction, I'm just going to sleep, man, I'll deal with it when the emotions are there, but for me, it's, it's more how we lose, bro, like, I don't want to lose that we, if we do lose, which I don't want to be the case, I don't want to lose like how we lost already, man. Like at least it again, football's a difficult game. But if you lost to the better men, fair play. So I don't really know. I don't really know, man. I just want to keep the momentum going and things. I meant to ask you as well, because I know you're pressed for time. What's going on with Spence? Because I just feel as a neutral, Spence is obviously good, was doing his thing at Middlesbrough. But I just feel when Conte speaks about him, he keeps saying it's a club decision, it's a club decision, it's a club he decision. Didn't want him. He did not yeah. want him. Look at our right backs, right? Real talk. Look at our right backs. We gone from Kyle Walker, who at the time was the best right back in the league, mm. right? We then went to Kieran Trippier, who could put a crossing and put a free kick in, right? Not mm. a bit of a downgrade, but it's not the end of the world. We then went to Serge Aurier, who could put a oh, crossing. Wow. He was an Arsenal fan in disguise. I don't know why you lot got him, mate. <laughs> but defensively, I've seen you know better defending from, from a six-year-old. Then we went to Doherty, which was a step up, because at the time we signed him, he was up there with Trent and De Bruyne. Chances created. He had a lot more clout in the league when he yeah. was at Wolves. Facts. Oh, 100%. He was one of the best performers they had. We then brought in Emerson Chicken Royale. Now, let me just tell you something, right? I don't know if you know the backstory behind him. So, he was partly owned 50% by Raul Betis and 50% by Barcelona, right? Mm. Barcelona paid 4 million euros to pay off their, their remaining ownership to Betis and brought Emerson Royale. So, they paid around 6 million euros and they owned him. 48 hours after they paid 6 million euros, we went in with a 25 million euro bid. In what Double world? Up. In what world that we have been finessed, we have been cooked, we have been absolutely oh, spat on the floor, and, and, and we've been embarrassed. Yeah, this guy, I'm not, I'm not kidding you, he's the worst right back in the league. Um, no exaggeration, he's the worst right back. And I honestly think he is top five worst players I've ever seen on a Spurs shirt. He is awful. Going forward, he offers nothing. It's like Gabriel's hairline. He's tried to repair it so many times, right? He's tried to... This guy is... I always have to take the piss out of Lacazette about but like a talent, like a hairline. Emerson Royale, I mean, I've got, if you get a chance, go onto his Instagram and look mm. at the complaints of him doing this, um, like a, a Roberto Firmino fake pass. You know, like where you um, you move your head yeah, down. No, no, thing. no, look, yeah. Why are you putting a compilation of a no-look pass on your fucking IG? You haven't scored a goal. You haven't put a great cross in. Like, the guy is absolutely clapped. He's awful. He's so bad. He's honestly... Martinelli, get at him, please. Like... The deal with Jed Spence is, 
We signed him at the time. We spent seven months scouting this guy. Seven months. Who the hell spent seven months scouting a guy? It's madness. It's like when you tried to sign... Who was the German midfielder that joined PSG? Julian Draxler. You were linked with him every single week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he even a real person? Is he just always in the papers with us? With Dybala, I didn't even see the point of us. Like we, 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 we looked at him every window. We looked at Jed Spence. We brought him in. Conte didn't want him. Hence why in his press conference, he's saying it's a cup decision. It was Daniel Levy. Daniel Levy was the same person who bought Deli Alley in. It was a cheap buy. And they know they're going to make money. Buy and they know in four or four yeah. years, he's going to have a higher sell-on clause. The thing with Deli Alley, we, if we cashed in when he was really performing, we would have got when 50, he had a name, million. yeah. Yeah. Man United well, at one point wanted to pay 50 million for Eric Dyer. Fucking or hell, why didn't you not do that? Virgil van Dyer, if we're talking like that. But listen, it's it's gonna be a disgusting game. I'm actually I'm flying to Amsterdam tomorrow. Fucking so hell. I'm um I'm not gonna be in the country. I had at I least if you get, bottle it, you can go to one of them caps, mate. <laughs> get get a few of them brownies and end up literally like, a couple you know, of them Dutch cigarettes, man. Hopefully your players to, play like their home. I'm, like I'm going to watch um I'm actually going to watch some good football. I'm going to watch Ajax um Saturday. So we've got the North London Derby, that'll be Kicking off at 12 30 in the UK, so that'd be half one in Amsterdam, and then the IX kickoff is at seven o'clock. So at least I've got a few hours to at least, drown, thing, man. At least drown, my, drown my sorrows and then and, and forget about it. But listen, it's I'm gonna go one one. But if you guys do turn up, it, listen, it's it, it is what it is. I mean, it's like I don't expect us if we go and win, everyone I'll be going for everyone, but we're not gonna win. Like, we will not win this game. I hope, no I chance. Hope so. I hope. All right, cool. So, to wrap this up then, because I know you're pressed for time, final score prediction, man. What, what, what are you going with then, finally, just to reiterate for everyone listening? Because you said oh, a lot, man. You said different things. Like, I need to just get final confirmation. Final score prediction. My heart's telling me we're going to win 1 0. My head's telling me it's going to be a draw. We're getting slapped. So, it's final score prediction. I'm going to go. This is why. This is why, bro. This is why. Can't keep changing, bro. Pick one. Double down on it. We're gonna draw one one. It's gonna be a draw. See, I'm I'm with you, man. Like you said, my heart. I think it could be a two-one. I was here with Dan earlier. He was telling me he thinks there could be five, six goals, and I'm starting to get converted. Five, six goals. Dan Potts has got to chill himself out, man. We we've never conceded more than two goals um under Conte. There's a first time for everything, man. And it starts on Saturday, I guess, with Gabriel Jesus, man, and Sacadinho oh, and that. But I'm going with my brain is to, if I had to bet money, I'm saying 1 1. I think both teams will cancel each other out. I don't want to draw. I'm sure you don't, but you get to live to fight another day. My heart's telling me 2 1, really. So let's hope we can pray off that. Obviously, I know you said you're flying out, but let the people them know. Obviously, before I let you, you say what you want to say, people, if you're on YouTube, all you have to do is hit his name in the bio, subscribe and that. What content have you got coming out? Because at some point, I'd imagine you have a reaction vid, win, lose, or draw. You got any content tomorrow and so on and so forth, man. Yeah, What's so as well, bro. So I'm going, um, I'm going live at 8:30. I do a show every Sunday called the Spurs Corner, where it's four negative, unrealistic clowns. That's what we get called. We're, we're, the, we're the league gunner of Tottenham, us four. Um, <laughs> we're going live at um, 8.30 just to talk about the game, obviously preview. I, I fly out tomorrow. Are we doing some sort of um, reaction video? Whether I'm, I'm going to need to do it before I'm actually, you know, not incoherent and then drowning alcohol down my neck and God knows what. Um, but there'll be some sort of reaction out. But listen, um, love for having me on. A big up to everyone um, in the chat. Um, Mad support. A lot of people saying like they like the content, even though they're gooners. 
Oh, we're gonna like that content on Saturday, don't you worry, my guy. Do not worry, my dude, bro. Hopefully, nah, nah, nah. If, we, if we win, though, just, just if we win, boy, I, I just watch football. I'm a neutral fan. I don't know why you're getting at me. Like, it's what I don't no, I'm not getting at you. I'm just saying, not you, but I'm gonna get at so many people. That gal guy from the football terrace is the most clapped Arsenal fan I've ever met, and he's gonna get cooked if we win. He's finished. He's out. Shout out to go, man. He, I know he moves a bit bad on the socials as well, man. But fucking hell, man. When, when you try and tell me that, that Martinelli's a better player than human son, you need to get your head. Yeah, that's, that's, that, that's cap. I love a good agenda, especially I hate to praise first players, but sometimes you just got to be honest. Son's a baller. In fact, last question, literally last question. What have you made of Son's form? Because obviously there was a lot of our oh, son. He's not doing his thing, blah, blah, blah. There was even talk about Conte. He scored three goals. It's all calm now sort of thing. What, 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 what happened with him? Um, so with Son, he's obviously a bit of a purple patch player. He can play like two or three months and he's unstoppable. He's like left foot, right foot, you know, way too dangerous. As, um, some people would say he's clinical as they come what a boy, when it comes man. to finishing. Right. But when he doesn't go his way, he doesn't have a plan B. You know, like where Neymar will, he'll either go outside, inside, he'll try and wreck you. And then he'll leave you use both feet. Son doesn't have that in his locker. So it's just get the ball, shoot. Get the ball, shoot. That's to be fair, it. He does smack it off with both feet, though, to be fair to the lad. He doesn't have a weak foot. He does not have a weak foot at all. In his last 42 goals he scored, 21 of them with his left, 21 of them with his right. See, that's crazy. When you that's think crazy. about that, it's absolutely it's majestic. He's, he's unbelievable in front of goal. But he, he hasn't been performing that great, but luckily for us, he scored a hat-trick just when we needed it, and now we're going to a North London derby. In, in typical fashion, the guy starts looking like the son of old and things, but yeah, yeah he's, a, it, he's but a quality like, player, bro. I can't even hate him. He hasn't been doing his thing, but listen, apparently um, apparently he's... um he's uh, There was an interview in... I, I need to get the translation, but he said in um in South Korea, after the friendly they had with, I think it might have been Qatar or someone they played, that he's he's feeling, you know, he's back to, back to his best. He's... With um with Son and now and then they'll have a fitness issue where he he will blitz someone and the next game he's nowhere to be seen because he just uses his energy like he he's he's such a I'm surprised he hasn't ever had a big hamstring injury because he's like them sort of players are so finely tuned mm, mm, like Gareth mm. Bale for instance pace and power that's why he's getting injured every five minutes Brazilian Ronaldo pace and power that's why he got um, he ended up having terrible injuries right, still that's a good thing. Son is the same. He's so finely tuned. He's not obviously built like that, like they are, but he's all about pace. Look at Ronaldo. The guy right now has got no pace, and even Portugal want him out of their team. Mm, yeah, and his sister's having to back his beef on the socials. You're right, still. So, like, without pace, like certain players, look at Harry Kane and Rooney. They haven't, they've got no, they don't got a blessed of pace, but they're just technically they're brilliant. That's why Kane will be scoring goals until he's like 34 and stuff. Probably he'll when he'll he leaves Spurs, he'll, he'll be doing the he'll Kevin Phillips thing. I think I think he will eventually break his record, and he'll go down as the best striker in history to not win a trophy. Yeah, man, you know Kane's a very good player coming out of the Arsenal academy. No one can make it here, so yeah, it's all right. Still. It's all right, still. <laughs> oh, but on a serious note, let me let you get out of here, man. I know you're pressed for time, man. Love for coming through again, people. Make sure you're following them on all his socials. Again, hit the link to this title if you're on YouTube, even if they're on Twitch. Go over there, subscribe, check out his content. Appreciate Make that. sure on Saturday you view his content. Not if they win, but if they lose, get on to them, man. <laughs> but yeah, yeah man. I'm probably gonna have um, I'm probably gonna have loads of people flipping it out at me. But listen, thanks for having me on. Um, Mine I'll probably check out you Saturday. But yeah, appreciate that, and I'll uh, I'll, I'll speak to you soon. Minor, everybody that's listening, hit the like button, subscribe to both of us. Most importantly, stay safe. And for now, we're out, man. Safe, everyone.
first, there's always just that act of friend, act of friend, I've been given, like,